Hey everybody, this is the Empty Arena Podcast, episode 10. I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Chris. And I'm Nick. And you know what? I feel like we were just here. I, I can't believe another week went by already. <laughs> it almost feels like... Feels like ten minutes, right? Feels like a solid ten minutes. I'm wearing the exact same outfit. I mean, my facial hair has not grown a micrometer. So should we should we share the spoilers with our audience? Sure. So uh, the week of October twentieth, which is uh, Saturday, which was Saturday. I have to talk a past tense. We have to talk. This is like SmackDown. I I will not be around. Uh, So this is being recorded the same night as episode nine was. I'm actually going away on vacation for a week with yeah, me and my wife. Oh, must be nice. We yeah, need to nice. take some time off from the podcast. We did, did this about ten weeks in a row. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. So uh, so last week on uh, October seventeenth, I decided to uh, <laughs> we decided to record one on October seventeenth. Today's still October seventeenth, but this is being released on October twenty fourth, I believe yes. it is. We're so, literally telling the future. Yeah, we are. We're, so but, this is a bit of a different format. I think you know you you might see these come up. You know, here and there, but basically, we're going to work on a top ten list. Been in a wow, 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 top ten every once in a while. Yeah, that's, we, we need some type of like segment. <laughs> we're very low budget, as you can tell. <laughs> so this this episode is dedicated to we're we're making the official empty arena top ten finisher list. And by, and by the way, Danny is still not here. Uh, he is still working from last Wednesday, the seventeenth. <laughs> Danny is not here this evening, but he, I'm sure, will chime in. Uh, to some extent, whether it's on social media or in a taped segment. And <laughs> hey, hey guys, Vine. hey guys, I'm calling you from work. I'm on the D train coming home. <laughs> My favorite finishing move is the Hadaka Shime. Nobody knows what that is. He's not here to explain <laughs> it. It's Google a, it. It's... Don't Google image it because you'll see Danny doing it to one of us and he's not wearing a shirt. See, episode 9 of that just came full circle. Uh, so, yes. So, uh, so we each came up with a list of uh, top 10 finishers that we yes. think should be on a top 10 list. Finishing moves, you love them, but they cease to exist during WrestleMania season. This mm-hmm. is true. Exactly. And we're, we're going to debate as to what we think should be the top 10 or, you know, if time permit, well, time permitting, top 10, at least top 5. I think by the time, you know, once we're done arguing, we'll have at least top five. Okay. And uh, we, we may have some unconventional ones. We might have some memorable ones. We might have some ones that no one likes, no one's ever heard of. And feel free, if you don't hear your favorite finishing move, uh, drop us a line. Nice plug. Oh, you're welcome. Nice plug, Chris. And and John will give you that information at the end of the podcast. So, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. you have to listen to the whole thing in case you want to contact us. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole time. That was a Mrs. Doubtfire reference. The whole time. The whole I, I was time. Gonna, the whole time. I was going to try a Robin Williams impression, but mm. nope, not happening. <laughs> okay, oh, so, yes. Oh, yes. So, all right. Look so, at these arms. They're so hairy. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Top 10. Number number 10. Number 10. Well, I could tell you on my top 10. I did 11. I, have, I did one for good measure. Mine. I have a, a little bit of an unconventional one. Uh, it's a submission move. It's the Steiner Recliner slash Cobra Clutch. Ooh, the Steiner Recliner Cobra Clutch. I enjoyed uh, I enjoy that finishing move because uh, when I was younger, I used to put my brother in a similar move, and I used to call it the Crowd Pleaser. It's a plug for Jimmy LaSalle. Hey, Jim. <laughs> then does your brother actually listen to this podcast? Um, no, nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so the crowd pleaser at number ten. Well, well the crowd pleaser doesn't exist. Stein- it exists only in my move repertoire. <laughs> the, the Steiner recliner. That was a that's a Cobra Cl- 
Cobra Clutch style move. Yeah, it's base. It's the accolade. It's Currently, the accolade. the accolade. Yeah. See, I know it as the accolade versus the sign of recliner because I was never. Up. Now, for those of you who don't really know the finishers, who is the accolade? Oh, that's Rusev's uh, submission move. Yeah, Rusev's submission move. Um, and Scott Steiner had a similar one uh, called the Steiner Recliner, and I think that's just a clever name. You know, I I'm gonna agree with that. I think that should be on the list. I think it's a it's a it's a pretty you know devastating move. It does incapacitate the opponent. And you literally cannot, like hell. You literally you, cannot get out of that get out of that lock. Um, on, on my uh, on my top eleven list because I have one in for good measure. Um, Something a variation of the Steiner recliner, the accolade. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the walls of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. That is on my list as well. It's on my the list. Walls as well. of Jericho, which is just a glorified Boston crab. Right. A Boston crab right, standing it? straight up. Right? Yeah. That that I remember the walls of Jericho in WCW was modified to the point where he used to actually lean back more, had yep. more like a vertical thing. Yep. You have like his knee in the back of the guy's head. He had it was it. it it ha- stylistically, it had its own look, but I guess as time went on, he just kind of went to a regular Boston Crab. Format Anybody remember what it was called in WCW? The Lion Tamer. The Lion yep. Tamer, correct. Chris and I are the only two guys I think that watch WCW at a consistent rate. <laughs> but um, yeah. But, so, uh, but, we, no, but but the walls were a variation of Steiner uh, recliner, right? No, I was the re- in reverse. Of the bar, in reverse, uh, okay. Okay. The Steiner recliner was the, uh, the shoulders clutch, and uh, really, yeah. neck. That were you know, Ew, okay yeah okay the cam with well, the camel clutch is the sign of recliner yeah yes yes okay um, so are we agreeing that's a, that's number ten um or are we what do we think let's go on to the next ones there might be other ones on that one we might yeah, go I have uh, I have an I have a, a choice for a submission move that um may not have been on anybody else's radar but I always thought was a pretty impactful uh, move I thought it was was pretty uh. You know, intense. Uh, the Rings of Saturn. Ooh, yeah, okay, remember one. that? Oh wow, that's a Perry Saturn. Picture, picture, almost like a cripple cross face. With, only oh, with both arms. Only <laughs> with basically with both arms. Yeah, you're with what? who, right? <laughs> he who shall not be named. But yeah, cripple cross. But you have both arms locked as opposed to just one, basically. And uh, yeah, so I thought that move was always pretty cool. And I remember uh, a lot of know. times at the end of those matches that his opponent would basically pass out i don't remember them just like tapping out yeah i remember them Pretty just much. that was always so that's similar to the uh camel clutch did did, yeah. did perry saturn ever put that move on moppy because i don't think that could be possible nah, moppy i don't no know arms. i don't know what happened to moppy that, that perry, was my point nick I feel bad perry saturn has moppy got yeah, fed into the wood chipper. quite the rough life <laughs> but yeah so uh andrew i guess uh, if you want to take a crack at something Ooh. Well, if I gotta go submission moves, I, th- I guess this is kind of higher up in the list, but I would say the sharpshooter. Yeah, on my it's list a solid as well. choice. Yes, it's on my list as well. Okay. Sharpshooter is is um, another you know like I know the Rock used it. Um, Sting. Sting. It's the Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpion Deathlock. Bret Hart. That was Bret Owen Hart's Hart. class. Owen used it. Owen. Uh, Trish Stratus used it. Trish at Stratus some point. used yeah. it. So it basically is a Canadian move. <laughs> Canadian move. Sorry. The, the Natty, of and, course. And The Rock. The, 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 the Stu Hart dungeon move. Did I mention yep. The Rock used it? I remember when The yep. Rock used it. That was, yep. Sorry. That was pretty cool. So The Rock used it? A, the <laughs> Rock? <laughs> the Rock says? Did he use it? He the Rock says. I'm making fun of you, Andrew. That's what I do. <laughs> oh. You know? You are. Because you said The Rock 14 times. You know? Sense. The Rock, The Rock, The Rock. You, know? you are too dumb to insult. You know? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, that was, that's, uh, you know? 
Alan from the you know you know you know okay Undertaker. <laughs> there's a there's an interview for anyone that wants to watch. It's a very rare interview on YouTube with Undertaker and Ed, somebody named Ed Young. He says the Undertaker talks normally. Mm-hmm. Breaks says, character. Breaks character, and he says you know about eighty times in the eighty-eight interview. times to be exact, and it is very distracting. And I only got past like two and a half minutes, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, I, I was mistaken. The the walls of Jericho was not much like it's the a East Boston type. crab. Yeah, Boston so crab. not so jump it off a Boston of, crab. Jump it off of a submission move type thing. I'm gonna say walls of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. Okay. Okay. Cobra Clutch, Walls of Jericho, Sharpshooter. Those are all pretty good, solid moves. And I got Sharpshooter on my list, too. Yeah. I, I have the, uh, going along with submission moves, I tend to like the figure four leg lock. Yep. Uh, just mm-hmm. in terms of having Ric Flair being the master of it. You know, I, th- it to I think that has to go up a little <laughs> further towards the list. Yeah, no, the figure four, Absolutely. although it's, I mean, it's ridiculous how you reverse the figure four. You turn it, you, you, you know, you flip over to reverse the pressure. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Didn't uh, you and Andrew try that on one on one another and, and you tried to see what happened and like it, nothing happened? Nothing happened. happened. <laughs> and now that, but the figure four leg lock in and of itself hurts like hell. And now that, I now, love the way you sold it though. You were like, oh my God, ah, this doesn't feel like anything at all. Ah, now, like, and, now, like, yeah. and now that audio and video is now on Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Damn. Um, <laughs> damn. All right. Now, here, another move I have. Um, not it's not a it's not a ground move, nor is it a submission move. Um, the five star frog splash. Ooh, I, have, I have the frog splash on my. Want to get into that. some of the aerial moves? I think. Sure. I think yeah. frog splash needs to be on the list now. Who? RVD. Who? Who who who? Uh, R- RVD who? frog splash. I'm I'm a big fan Horn of swoggle. the tadpole <laughs> splash. The tadpole splash. Um, and the great Eddie Guerrero yes. was in uh, was outstanding. Happy belated frog. birthday, Eddie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. And, and uh, even you know one guy that gets lost in the mix with the frog splash, D'Lo Brown. He used to do that big split jump. You know, yes. uh, but I don't he think did it for a while. But Brown, yeah. I don't think anyone remembers him for the frog splash. Yeah, sadly they remember yeah. him for a more unfortunate thing yeah. where he was involved in that thing with the incident with Draws. But yeah, you know, the frog, the five-star frog splash, Eddie's frog splash, both. I, I and they brought it back level. currently. I think Seth Rollins uses it now. Yep. Seth Rollins, and you have, I think, Owens uses it, too. Owens uses it, too. Yeah. Owens uses it, too. That's right. I feel like the frog splash is slowly becoming like the new DDT. It's... <laughs> it, no, in that... No, no, no. Well, that well, that sounds that. like it makes no sense, but it does, because <laughs> the DDT is now a, like... Classic um, move that's well, used by most wrestlers. Speaking right. DDT, I think that's something at least two of us have on the list. Three, I have me, it. I have it on my list. I, I have it on my list too. And folks out there, uh, if anybody could tell me what DD, don't say it, John. If anyone can tell me who what DDT stands for, it's actually an acronym. And uh, you know, if, if you're unsure, don't use Google because this is a cool one. A little hint is Jake Roberts. Used it, and he actually created the move. And he created the name as well. So if anybody can uh, uh, email or text us or... Uh, We're not giving ourselves a cell phone number. No, I'm not giving ourselves a cell phone Email and, or Twitter us or... Uh, 917. 555-555-555. So that's uh, the Frog Splash. I think has to be on that list for sure. Frog Splash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If we're going aerial... Um, uh, uh, did you guys not? <laughs> yes, I got the reference. Little Little Mermaid reference. <laughs> Nobody got it. Okay, got fine. <laughs> what about the Randy Savage elbow drop? 
Yes, that is a. I wanted to. I wanted classic. to put that on there. That's a classic. It is a classic. It's not strong but enough. What do you think? I don't think it's strong enough. That's like putting the leg drop on there. The atomic leg drop. You're yes, talking yes, about yes. yes. <laughs> oh man, but to see Savage point up. And yeah, no, that's no, awesome. Yeah, does he Savage point up and do it? Yes, yeah, but no, Savage can do it because he got a heavier elbow than everybody else. For its, for, yeah, for its, <laughs> oh yeah, for its like time, forty pound elbow. For its time, it was it was a it was a thing to marvel at because yeah. not many big guys were jumping off the top rope and and doing yeah, that. I and mean, and think about the time back then. You had Hogan's leg drop. You had the uh, the million dollar dream, the which was Warrior a press the, slam, the press yeah. slam. They they really weren't these involved finishing moves. No, they, and a lot of these. Guys were very ground and pound. There were yeah. not a whole lot of flips and acrobatics and uh, you know aerial right. type stuff. You gotta do it again, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> I used to work at uh, MGM in uh, you know in, in Orlando. Hollywood Studios, Andrew. Ho- Hollywood Studios. Right. Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, but Hollywood Studios. Uh, my boy Shawn Michaels <laughs> used the elbow drop as a tandem. He set that uh, that was, uh, that was the setup yep. to the Sweet Chin that's music. Right, that's which right. You're not to say that anymore. Also on my list. And, but we'll yeah. get to it. It's yeah. It's definitely a little further down there on that list. I would say. Yeah, I would like to go through my three aerial moves on my list. I'll just rattle them off. To Are they the three time. aerial moves of Doom? Possibly. Hmm. One. The Shooting Star Press. I have that one, too. That has to be on that list. Billy yeah. Kidman. That was yeah. such a great move. That's Kidman all the way. Number two. Uh, yep, Kidman. Yep. Number two. This is from, from, <laughs> from, 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 from the recent era. Um, the Red Arrow from Neville. Not the, not the Green Arrow? Because I cannot, in my mind, figure out how the heck somebody does that. Because yeah, the true. way he does it, I, I didn't corkscrews, so awesome effortlessly. And, and Billy Kidman did the same thing. It was so effortless to do that cool. backflip. And now there's there's a third one that you guys may not be familiar with, but because I watch NXT, uh, it's a signature move of uh, the Kyrie current uh, North American uh, champion. Well, Kyrie Sane's elbow, actually. How could I forget that? Her, her elbow is amazing, too. But the third one that I was going to say was... I thought, I thought Nick was going to say is, her ass is amazing. <laughs> the third one that I was going to say was the 630 from Ricochet. Ooh. Oh, I'm, not fam- I'm not familiar with such the a... Ricoch- it's basically a 450 splash, but he does another forward rotation. It's oh, pretty so, wild. So, okay. so he lands before. on his back? Yeah. Nick, yeah, oh, I was going to okay. say it's 1035. It's not 630. So. <laughs> yeah. It's so, a half past six. You know what? I mean, those... <laughs> Those latter two, you know, I mean, they don't have to go on a list. I just like them so much because I thought, oh, let me put them on my favorite list. No, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of crafting this list as we're, as we're talking. Yeah. It's coming up. It, it, yeah, well, it, speaking it, of, can, of can, I, can I jump off of uh, the Randy Savage one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would like to put in there the money shot. Val Venus' yeah. money shot. <laughs> Val Venus' money shot. I always loved that. Folks, do not Google image. <laughs> you know what? Money shot. Don't tell anyone not to Google that because if they'll, you, they'll do it anyway. If you, if you Google they'll it, just their like, interest. It's, it's your own. It's your own fault. You <laughs> know what that is. Um, For all you kids at home. But I always loved the money shot because he did a little like, like yeah, I'll bet you did the, 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 the finger swing. I called it. <laughs> and then he just jumped. It, it, it yeah. was, it was simple yet effective. It was like a it was like a pancake <laughs> smash. It was like Pretty much, a, yeah. yeah, just like a flat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Money shot. It's a oh, the money shot. I think Hello, ladies. That was such a great great finishing move name for yeah. Val Venus. Yeah. Oh, oh god. And and, and I, I I'm sure I, we're all thirty years old now. So no, you're it, not. You're not thirty yet. Neither is Nick. Jerks. My ears. But but everyone um. Uh, in case you didn't know who Val Venus is, I'm sure everyone does. Yes. He was the quote-unquote porn star gimmick 
Yeah, he was. And his he was his Titantron, his Titantron was always it was all sexual innuendos, which is yeah, he may have had hilarious. the best Titantron of all yeah. time. But I, I bet you nobody noticed that until they maybe, maybe they hit eighteen. Yeah, it's worth the YouTube. Yeah, check. Yeah, out, my guys. my uh, my brother-in-law and my sister knew full well what that was, and they introduced me to wrestling and. I would watch and say, what? What is that? Why is well, there a hot dog why? going into a bun? <laughs> why is that screw going in so slow? <laughs> Oil coming out of the field. <laughs> that flower is blooming. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I always loved the money shot because was, it was devastating but simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was devastating at least. Okay. All right. Anybody have right. any other aerial... Uh... Uh well, <laughs> one aerial move that I do enjoy. It's it, I think this kind of bring us into the next round of types of finishers. But I do love the uh, Styles uh, phenomenal forearm. Me too. I have that on I my list. Love that move. Forearm. He looks. Oh no, I'm sorry. Another aerial move I think we have to mention is the Swanton Bomb by Jeff oh, Hardy. Yeah. Okay, well I have the twist of fate on there, so it's. You're kind of nah. in the realm of the Hardy Boys. Yeah. The Hardy Boys are there. Um, um, I, I also have a half aerial move. The 3D. Ooh. Ah, tag yeah. team finisher. Okay. Yeah. yeah, tag team finisher. Uh, the three. That's so. That was when Bubba Ray Dudley held the individual on his shoulders. On the shoulders. And Devon, and Devon did, did a clothesline from the top rope. Right, was no, the, that, no, that not clothesline. No, no, Devon did the, the, um, the RKO. Devon did the flapjack. Yeah. Bubba came up and did the cutter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew that. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I thought the style. I think the styles forearm yeah, is good. Phenomenal forearm is a great and move. I'd say this might be within like my top four finishing moves. I love the Styles Clash. Mm. I love the Styles Clash. It's uh, it looks devastating, although it's probably not as bad as you think. But the I think oh, come the, on, I'll do it to you right now. All right, sure. Uh, <laughs> Folks, we'll be right, right what, back. After we'll be right back. We'll film this. You know we'll what's, what's on, so on, uh, what's so um, social media, uh, but deceptive we'll, about that move. I'll let you finish, Andrew. Go ahead. Oh no, no. I was. I think we're on the same point. Um, every like wrestler's instinct when they when they do a move is you know to bend you know bend their neck, tuck in, their chin, yeah. tuck their chin, bend you know bend their neck, uh, you know flatten out your back. But for the Styles Clash, you you have to move your neck the other way. And the thought process behind that, I mean, when you're, when you're caught up in a match, I can't imagine, you know, what has to go through a wrestler's head as they're, you know, like, uh, working with AJ Styles. Like, okay, well, if I'm in the Styles Clash, I got to put my neck up. Yeah, that's why the set, the setup to it sometimes takes a little bit longer than, you know, what you would realistically expect because you probably have to give the other person a little time to mentally, you know, process what's going on because he did that to James Ellsworth a couple of years ago. And James Ellsworth, luckily... Yeah, luckily, well, he doesn't have a chin. I think he has a neck, doesn't have a chin. He almost broke James Ellsworth's neck, but Styles was actually somehow able to catch himself at the last minute where he, like, landed on, like, one of his knees or something, and it didn't actually, like, you know, impact Ellsworth. Uh, Yoshitatsu, I think, uh, suffered a broken neck from the Styles clash. Really? AJ wrestled in Japan. They wrestled in Japan. Oh, I thought that happened in WWE. I was gonna say I, I don't. Oh, yeah. I remember Yoshitatsu. I don't know what happened to him. I but don't yeah, know what happened to him. They had a match in Japan a few years ago, and Yoshitatsu, Yoshitatsu injured his neck. He's okay now, but um, I mean, um, yeah, it could be a, a dangerous move if the other person's not, you know, paying attention. It looks <laughs> so freaking cool. Yeah, it looks so freaking cool, man. AJ hey, Styles. Uh, just a thought. Um, after we come up with our lists, maybe we should do some honorable mentions too. 
Oh, absolutely. Sure. Okay. I'm putting this. I'm putting this list together. It's coming along quite well. All right. Okay. Who else? Um, Who else we got? What kind of standing moves are we talking now? All right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the mandible claw. Mandible right. claw. Now, is that a submission move or is that a? I think it's more of a submission move. Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. really seen anybody submit to it. I've right, seen yeah. I've like, seen a pin. Yeah, like pass out move. Like right. a pass out move. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind a, of a, a weird right. move to put your finger on. See what I did there? Uh, See what I did there? Pun intended. But uh, for those of you who do not remember the Mandible Claw, it was a, a Mankind move. Yeah. He had Mr. Sacco in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the, the original Mandible Claw was uh, before Sacco. It was just his fingers, just the yeah. fingers. Yep, just the fingers down the throat. Yeah. And I, I think that became unsanitary, and somebody must have said something to him. <laughs> yeah, I wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Think about like yeah. Mick Foley putting his fingers down your throat. That is actually probably the worst finisher move yeah. ever. Right. I'm I'm scared. I remember. <laughs> I think they, the way they rationalized it, it knock you out. was that he had the thumb under the chin and yep. he had the fingers underneath the tongue and he would press so that way like it would stop the blood flow into and, and the brain you, or something. I don't know. And, and you know what though, I, Andrew? Yes, you say it probably is the worst finisher I'm of all time. Trying it right now. It's if you think about it, if you actually tried that, that probably would hurt a lot. <laughs> it would. Because you, Blew. yeah. Um, but he would take out Mr. Sacco from his pants. And yeah, the sock was probably already sweaty and smelly. Yeah, it was near the, uh, the, the <laughs> near, near the under regions, the nether regions, near, near the crotch roll region, <laughs> near the boiler room, <laughs> the mandible claw. Um, so I, I think that was not devastating, but it was a it was a fun move to watch. It was a fun, definitely a fun yeah. move. Definitely a unique move. Yeah, for sure. If we're if we're talking mandible claw, I think we should talk about the. I think the the most famous recipient of the Mandible Claw, Triple H, and the pedigree mm-hmm. that is hands down, I think probably within my top three. Oh, I didn't put that down. I, my I didn't list. put the pedigree on my list. Pedigree. I didn't have it on my list either. But you know what? I think it is. A, it's a. It's top three on mine. Well, I big list, but no, yeah. I, I tried to keep in mind that everyone's going to be doing the same five moves. Yeah, and I like that his the the move. Uh, the name of the move has stayed consistent since his original gimmick as the Connecticut Blue Blood. <laughs> and it was called the Pedigree. It was back called then. the Pedigree, yeah. yeah. Pedigree, and it's a, it's essentially a like a modified like double arm DDT. Like Original arm inverted pile driver, I guess. You I'm could sure say. if one of us could look it up. <laughs> double underhook face buster, or whatever you want. Yeah, to call that's it. why that. Your um, underhook double face buster. And going back to going back to the weird, Thanks, disgusting Chris. moves, I have this as an honorable bunch of on my list. Yeah, the stink face. The stink, stink face. face. Everyone, everyone loved when Rikishi put his fat ass up into somebody's <laughs> with a thumb. Poor face. Someone's fotch. Oh my. Yeah. And the reactions on the person's face while it was being done, priceless. Oh, priceless. You, see them, oh, yeah. you see them basically shaking. In Who fear. was the best one? Who was the best um, face? I think McMahon. McMahon. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that comes to my yeah. mind. My favorite stink face recipient was Booker T because after he took it, he literally <laughs> puked all over my ringside. And then backstage afterwards, they show him in the back by the in the bathroom with the brush, the toothbrush in his mouth. He's like putting the mouthwash, and he's like, oh, like brushing his teeth. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was really funny. Speaking of Booker T, what about the scissor kick? 
Was it Spinner Rooney? Booger T. That's what I'm really yeah, Booger T. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, Booger, uh, the, the, the Spinner Rooney is more of a, I think, of a taunt. Yeah. <laughs> he had more just hit, taunt. hit triangle. It was, it was always on my taunt list in SmackDown versus Raw. Chris, WCW flashback. Booker T at one point. The in addition, kick. In addition, yeah, he had the Harlem Hangover, which was a 450 leg drop off the top rope. Yes. Harlem Heat? Yes. Oh, my God. And he actually did that in okay, WWE thanks, Joey Styles. Appreciate but, that. Landing on your ass oh from the top God. rope hurts your back after a while, yeah. so that's why I guess he stopped. No, he it. had the he, he used the missile drop kick too. That too, yeah. Pew. From the top rope, along was, with his brother Stevie Ray. Stevie Harlem Ray. Heat, even though you're from Texas. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> we're right. coming for you. Anyway, let's move on to <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> yes. Uh, you thought we were gonna go there, but we did it. Oh no, no. Booker T was allowed to use the word, but Hulk Hogan wasn't. Uh, unfortunately let's keep it moving (laughs) (laughs) all right uh the ped the pedigree which was you know good move but we should talk about we're we're gonna go like based off recipients so mandible uh mandible claws the triple h as i would say the pedigree is to the rock and the rock had the rock bottom and the people's elbow which which i have on my list Yes, I had I had the rock bottom on my list. I, I have the people's elbow. No, I don't have the people's elbow, but it the the people's elbow is proof that if you protect a move, no matter how simple it is, people will believe that it's devastating because mm-hmm. it's an elbow drop. It's an yeah. el- it's an elbow drop. A but, standing elbow drop. But when I saw the people's elbow, I knew for a fact that whoever he was about to pin was going to lose. Yeah. And that's what it means to have a protected move. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do do we anybody know the backstory of how the the uh, people's elbow came to be? He was actually messing around with it. He was trying to trying them out at house shows, trying to get the his fellow wrestlers to laugh, and people loved it. And Triple uh, H was on an, on an interview somewhere, and he actually, just like you said, Chris, he remarked, you know. Like he said, like that this move is is ridiculously stupid, but you know what? It's working. So let's just mm-hmm. run with it. Yeah, right? run with it. And ended up being something very big. And it's and the most electrifying move in all of sports entertainment. entertainment. <laughs> Copyright, 1998. The, the people's um, elbow, yeah. But I think the best part of that move is that one lucky audience member always got an elbow pad. Yeah. <laughs> and if you did the move twice, twice in a match, got two elbow pads. somebody got a second elbow pad. And it was always on the hard side of the camera. So you always <laughs> saw the person catch and go, ah! And move the hands up in the air. <laughs> I wonder if, like, th- there should be like, a Facebook group for everybody Boy, that, that caught... That, yeah, that caught... Uh, a rock elbow pad. He <laughs> must have gone through so many trips yeah. to the uh, to Models. <laughs> mouse, mouse, mouse. Okay, what, um, what about the rock bottom? Is that? I, I think it's one one of the same as the people yeah, people elbow. It always, one, yeah. left, one always led to the other. Sure, yeah, yeah, it was in tandem, yeah. and it was it was basically just a, a standing inverted Russian leg sweep. I don't yeah. know if I'd keep. I, I, th- or I like a choke slam. I am willing to not have that within my top ten. Yeah, I'm not. The rock bottom. Okay. Rock bottom or people's elbow. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just it's one of the more recognizable moves in all of sports entertainment. I guess as you would say, it's more of a um, honorable mention. Honorable. Honorable mention. mention. Yes, okay. that's a good way of doing it. Now, one move <clears throat> that is not an honorable mention. I think we could all agree that it should be on the top ten list. Sweet chin music. Oh, that's my number one. That's that is my number one. That's in my. Well, I thought I thought your number one would be the uh, the, what the what's the Mrs. uh, 
finishing move. The skull crushing skull finale. Yeah, I can think of it. Skull crushing finale. That's an honorable mention. That's a really? cool move. I think it's an honorable mention. I'm going to tweet The Miz and tell him that, that that his number one fan doesn't like his Who, Mike? Move. Mike Mike knows. <laughs> you mean uh, Mizzy Miz? Oh, yeah. I know Mizzy Miz. <laughs> What's up, Mizzy Miz? Uh, thanks now, for listening, Mike. Uh, thanks for listening, Miz. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you. I enjoy the moves that can be done out of nowhere. And I, I, I think it adds an, a, a cool little wrinkle into any match just mm. to know that, you, you know, he could hit Sweet Chin music. It doesn't have to be the elbow drop to the Sweet Chin music. Yeah, I mean, you get the buildup from the fans when he stomps in the you know in the Dumb. corner of the ring yeah. and yeah. he does it. But he just Tune does up, it. He out tunes of, up the band. Tunes up the band, right. Um, and that... Uh, that's one of my very favorite moves, and I can actually do it very well. Not to toot my own horn, but... Well, there is a... <laughs> I, I think we have some time. Well, there is a story where, Chris, you used the move in, in yeah. class. Uh, Danny tells this story really good. So I'll do it in Danny's voice. Yes. You want me to. All right, everyone. Hello, this is WWE Storytime. <laughs> I'm Mean Gene Oakland. No, I'm not. So we went, we went to Brooklyn College together, and uh, we were walking outside class, and Chris pulls off the best sweet music I've ever seen. And of course I sell it, I fall to the ground. And, and a teacher is walking behind us, and she goes, Oh my God, don't move! And so I pop up, and I save Chris's ass, and say, No, 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 it's a move, we're wrestling fans. But I pulled off the best sweet music in all of Brooklyn College. Um, and Hashtag uh, to, Brooklyn College. To Danny's credit, he sold the shit out of it. Also, I want to mention, uh, probably about 10 years ago, um, I came up with an idea for Chris to have a viral video on YouTube. <laughs> and I think I, I think I mentioned this maybe once or twice, and I never thought about it again. Okay. <laughs> we should do a viral video called Sweet Chin Everywhere. Yeah, we could do that. That's Where cool. like Let's Chris goes to, Chris goes to random places in the city and in Brooklyn and... Randomly sweet chins, people. Hey, listen, to all of our fans <laughs> listening, if they want to be in a viral video... All 20 of you. Meet us at the Staten Island Mall at 4 o'clock on Tomorrow. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> but I, I think that'd be a pretty funny idea. Man. Um, yeah, I would do that. Of course you would. Man, we, we veered off topic significantly. We, we went on a tangent. No, but I love the sweet chin music. It, Chris is right. It's a movie that can come out of nowhere. It's a, it's a devastating move. However... There is another move that comes right out of nowhere... Ooh. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. It will come out of nowhere, literally. I, I thought that. I thought that's what do you, you think with. the sweet chin music or super kicks are oversaturated? In like everyone does. Sadly, I do. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the, they are. The move is. I think it is overused. Um, I think the one that uses it as close to Shawn Michaels as possible uh, is Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean. It is used a lot, and a lot, a lot of the times the other the person is kneeling, and it, you know they do a lot of that. It's right, not it's really not a, used as a, as a finishing move per se yeah. anymore. Is that is it now more along the lines of it, like a signature move? I, I don't know if it's called. Kind of, I, I, I don't think they like, still call them signature moves. Yeah. I feel like there's nothing really like a signature move per se anymore. Like like Cesaro's um uh the uh, the, the, the the swing the the swing the Cesaro swing. Yeah. That's more of a signature move, not a finisher. You know why I think they like to use it a lot is because it makes a great sound. Because when, when you hit your when thigh, you, smack, it, you yeah. smack your thigh as you're kicking, it makes a great sound. <laughs> and depending upon who is selling it, yeah, it just, depending upon who's selling John it. John just can, kicked me in the face. Yeah. I'm and, and, you, and you no-sold, you stiff worker. 
And there, there are <laughs> definitely <laughs> workers that have like gum in their mouths, and and they'll when, spit it out. They, yeah, they spit it out. It's like, oh my god, he lost a tooth. Nope, just tried to oversell it. <laughs> no, that. that's an orbit. So I, uh, sweet chin's definitely up there. Um, um, I would like to put one on the list that a lot of people are not thinking about: the Razor's Edge, uh, or the I mean, hey yo, hey yo, or the Outsider's Edge. Any uh, WCW fans out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Sheamus was using that for a while. Yeah, it was called the Celtic Cross. He yes. was using it, yeah. Uh, but that yeah. is a very tough move to pull off. Requires a shit ton of body strength. Yes. Right. Upper, upper body strength, right. I should say. Or the, much like the, uh, what is that, the body press that, the, that a lot of wrestlers do where they lift somebody over their head and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much do uh, push-ups. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. military press. Yeah. A military press. Uh, but that is a very, very, and it's easy to get hurt on that move, the yeah. outsider's edge or the razor's edge, however you want to call it. You which, is essentially, be... uh, which is essentially a reverse uh, masterpiece. It yeah, because you because for several reasons. Right. One, the guy that's taking the hold when he's landing, he has to make sure that he hasn't fall back and land on his head because he's yeah. falling on an angle. He's not falling on like straight yep. on his back. Yeah, you got to arch your back and hit in your shoulders. And you know, even for a guy like Razor or Sheamus, whoever's using that move, they got to be careful because if they don't, you know, put enough momentum behind it, the guy on top of them can fall right on top of their neck on the, on back of their head, and you know, that could be a disaster. So. <laughs> That's why they say well, don't do it at home. <laughs> well, I will, I will say that, you know, being the recipient of a Razor's Edge by our boy Danny, who's not here, mm-hmm. we were in Atlantic City, and we decided to, you know, put on a wrestling match in our room. <laughs> I'm giving a lot of information up. Um, but I was given the Razor's Edge, and I remember I had to, you know, tuck my head in. Uh, I, I really hope we have no, like, you know, amateur wrestlers listening to this right now, because they're probably going to never want to listen to us again. <laughs> No, um, th- th- was this a, was this the one time we went to Trump Tower and we booked the bed from wrestling? We're alive. We I think we had two matches. Uh, yes, years ago we went to Atlantic City for uh, you know for like a few days, and most of those nights in the hotel room we we spent. Yeah, we had an elimination chamber. We had an elimination. <laughs> that was pretty sick because we had two adjoining rooms. Yeah, so it worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. This Andrew is, this broke awful. the bed while giving me a spinning heel kick. This is awful. We have people listening to us and like these idiots <laughs> were wrestling the in a hotel heck room. Are these kids. <laughs> Why weren't you like out partying or gambling? <laughs> You're in your room wrestling. Eh, it is what it is. It was a good time. Uh, all right. So, speaking going back to a move that comes out of nowhere, Mm-hmm. I think we can talk a lot about and I think this deserves to be in at least the top 5. The RKO. Or I'm going to agree with that. Didn't even see that coming, Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> or, for any WCW fans out there, the Diamond the Cutter. Diamond Cutter. Used by the uh, Yo, Diamond Dallas page. DDP. Fun fact, as, yoga. as an advocate of the DDP yoga program, the Diamond Cutter is one of the moves that is used during the workout. And uh, Who do you Diamond Cut? I diamond cut myself. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, it's just one of his. Uh, Don't worry, Nick. Chris is a uh, psychiatrist. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the the moves that's involved in the workout program. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, diamond cutter RKO definitely on my list. You know, I, and I love how interestingly, I guess they bring the move about. 
Um, that's I, a, but for anyone that doesn't know who Interesting Lee is, that's AJ Lee's sister. <laughs> <laughs> the the best one I can remember. Um, I mean, there are so many. There's the one with Evan Bourne that when he's doing the Airborne, he Evan got Bourne, up. Evan Bourne, I and forgot did, about him. And did the RKO. I mean, the best one yeah. in my mind is the Seth Rollins one when Seth Rollins was trying to do the, the curb stomp. The curb stomp Ooh, and he was up. He was like 20 at, feet up in the air. At <laughs> least 15 feet in the air, and he caught yeah. him with a. That Perfect was RKO that was so at right. WrestleMania. Yeah. Well done. And was that WrestleMania twenty nine? Mm, no, no. Might have been 31, 32? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, it was, I I think it was the same was, one as Triple H and Sting. It was okay. when it was outside. No, I think yeah. it was thirty one because he he lost that opening match. I think, and then he cashed in. Oh, he, he cashed in. in. Night, he won. Yeah, yeah that was in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. And apparently that that move was not rehearsed. It was it was discussed by Rollins. Prior to the match, and Orton said, "Now nah, let's keep it safe." And then, right before they went out, they both agreed, "Yeah, let's just do it and see how it turns out." Yeah, and it, it turned, turned out to be it one turned of out like, perfectly. But on the other hand, it could have turned out to be deadly or a total botch. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. Seth Rollins got unless uh, Randy kind of pushed Randy. up with his back 100%, in order to yeah. get him up yeah. in the air as much as he did. But yeah. it, it was perfectly executed. And it was it was done, you know, like yes, Orton went over, but at the same time it was it just made so much like I would have the the match ended perfectly. Just yeah, no. bam, 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 dun dun dun. Yeah. Highlight Any, reel. Anybody know anybody uh, remember any other really good RKOs? Yeah, you mentioned the one with uh Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne. There was there was one where I think it was uh Orton was, was feuding with Lesnar. It was like during the summer, I think two years ago. And he yes. literally, and it yes. wasn't like. Didn't Lesnar go from an F five, or something like uh, that? With, I don't know if it was that, but th- there was there was that may have been one like during that feud. But there was an, another time where Lesnar was, I think, on SmackDown, like was there for an appearance. Ladies and gentlemen, and, and Orton literally came out of nowhere and gave him an RKO. Like yeah, it looked out of so the crowd. well done. Like it was so good. And, like it had a lot to do probably with like the WWE camera work and like the production crew because it it looked. Well, like, kudos to them. It, kudos to them, but it, it came across so well because Orton came from like, came from I think nowhere. Uh, Lesnar's right side. Andrew, no, he came from nowhere. Or came from nowhere. He came out of nowhere. He came out of thin air, uh, but the, the way it looked on TV was perfect. Mm. And then Orton, did, Orton did this like weird hand thing and kind of ruined the moment. But up until that point, yeah, what it was, was that? Yeah, it was. He, was he like... did this weird thing where he like, he, he was like looking up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't see it, but. If we find it, we'll put it on uh, on our Twitter. Um, I think another finisher move that I liked was the Bronco Buster. The Bronco that might be an honorable mention. Yeah, I, I like the I like the Bronco Buster because it, it was just roughnecking it. Essentially, it was <laughs> X Pac got somebody in the corner. X Pac, sorry, did the suck it, and then basically he did, he just, did the what? He just did the suck it sign and uh, basically got into somebody. Suck it, suck it, football. Bronco Buster was a good move, and I think it. Um, it reminds me of the Kevin Owens like cannonball into yeah. the corner of the yeah. ring. I think that I mean you also have the like the the Broski boot from Ryder, kind of a similar. Hey, a similar Zach Ryder, I hope you're listening because uh, you have a couple of podcasts out there. Thanks for listening, Zach. I love Zach Ryder. He's such a good. <laughs> Long Island, I see. I don't think he calls himself that anymore. No, not anymore. Um, the GTS. Anybody have that one? Oh, GTS. That's okay. a good one. All right. That's a good one. I know that was that's also used by Hideo Itami. Yep. 
That's right. Hideo Tommy was the one that actually came up with the move, and then Punk uh, Robbed took it. it from him, yeah. Yeah, GTS is an interesting move. Doesn't always, uh, you know, sometimes it'll look like he hits him in the chest, sometimes yeah. it'll hit him yeah. in the chest. You know, it's, 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 it's a hard move to It's a hard to, move to yeah. land. Connect. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. But it still looks cool, and it, it and it can be, and it, and it looks devastating. It could look devastating, right? Yeah. Um, I gotta yeah. say, like, oh, that's that's a part of CM Punk's arsenal. But I think CM Punk's most devastating move is probably his clothesline, because when The Rock took it, I mean, it really knocked him out <laughs> at, at Raw One Thousand from like four or five years ago. He, yeah, he, uh, this is more of an inside joke, but that was one of the most ridiculous things. <laughs> yeah, it seemed as though after. Taking the clothesline, the rock looked as though uh, all of the oxygen from the arena was taking out, <laughs> and he was gasping for air. And it was, it was oh. hauntingly funny. That's almost as bad as Marty Jannetty taking the, uh, oh, what the skull crushing finale with a smile. Yeah, I'm so glad to be back. I'm so happy to be relevant again. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Marty. <laughs> I wonder if you ever if you would look up Marty Jannetty smiling Miz or something like that. If that I think I have, I think I have a picture of it on Facebook somewhere on my personal account. Mm-hmm. I, think um, All right, we're kind of, I think we're kind of nearing towards the end of the list. But I, there's one move I think has should, to be number should one. Be, should, well, there's one move that should be number one. But I have I have two other moves that might need to be, or three other moves. I think it might be on some of our lists. Okay. Spear. Spear. Yeah, a lot of people have yeah, used it. Yeah, I, 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 kind of disagree with that one. Ooh, I, all I right. think it's, I think it's used by way too many people. You guys should fight. Guys talk should about fight. who used it the best. You know, a lot of people. Use Edge it. used it. Rhino. Um, well, no, that was the Gore. It's a different it's name. It's a different gore. move. Um, Ryback used it, I think. Right? Did Did Ryback use it? No, you're thinking of Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg, <laughs> because it's basically that you're two right, guys. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean, there's a lot of like well, big names that used it. Goldbergs yeah. look, but again, it's, yeah, it's, that was the prelude to the jackhammer. It's yeah. it's also going back to, uh, you know, protected moves. You know, the like Edge uses a spear, but uh, uh, Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns uses yeah. a spear exclusively as a uh, as a finishing yeah. move. Charlotte uses a spear. Kyrie Sane uses a spear, but she calls it the interceptor. <laughs> um, Edge's spear looked good. Because Edge, Edge, Edge is super tall, so his spear yeah. kind of looked pretty fluid, like an actual spear. Uh, I think another right. one I want to add in is uh, the Famouser or the Famouser. Ooh, which is now used by Dolph Ziggler. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's a, yeah, that was, remember that. Uh, nobody mentioned the Stunner. Oh, that was, that was, my, it. That was my Stunner's list. on the top of my okay. list. <laughs> I'm going to say Stunner is numero I I would disagree with that. I would disagree only for the tombstone pile driver. Okay. I would say that the tombstone pile driver is my number one. Uh, Stone Cold Stunner is a close second. I think that's. I mean, again, going back to something that can come out of nowhere. You know, he could have ducked a clothesline and do the kick to the gut and hit the Stone Cold Stunner. Uh, and and just the magnanimous wrestler and uh, persona that he was in the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, everybody wanted to see the stunner. Everybody, everybody wanted to see them him stun uh, Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, whomever. the The best stunner sell has to be The Rock. Has to be. Yeah. He did like a full backflip. Yeah. <laughs> after 100%. taking a stunner, um, you know, and a lot of those iconic moments of him stunning like Shane McMahon and uh, the beer going everywhere and uh, Stone Cold Stunner is definitely up there, but. 
I would say that the the tombstone pile driver, based upon who does it, the Undertaker, uh, and the fact that pile drivers are very rarely used nowadays. Right. Um, that's and he's the only sp- one. They have to have special permission from Vinnie Mac himself. Yeah. So he's. I mean, the Undertaker has really perfected it, and nobody's gotten hurt with it for a long time. The the old school pile driver, like the old school tombstone pile driver. I, I'm. I agree. I agree. Okay. So, I think I think we're now. I think we're. To, I think top three right now is between Sweet Chin, Pile Driver, and Stone Cold Stunner. Are we all in agreement there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Around that, not necessarily in that order, but. I don't. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the Pile Driver being in the top three. Hmm. hmm. Well, I'm talking about the Tombstone Pile Driver. Yeah, I, I still don't know. What I would you don't... What would you put in there? I really don't know what I would put in there. I, I just don't think the the Tombstone Power Drivers in the top three. Top five, maybe? All right. You know what I think we should do? But definitely in the top ten. Maybe in the top five. I think we should kind of recap real quick and then get right to the top three. But before we do that, uh, I think the top three, I'm going to say uh, The Cobra Strike by Santina Morella. <laughs> Devastating. Ooh. Devastating. Cobra! I feel like we shouldn't add that to this list because I think it's like number one by far like oh absolutely. head, head yeah. and shoulders yeah absolutely or forearm length yeah okay. but with that uh, I think we have a uh, top ten list Andrew take it away okay so this is our definitive top ten of the Empty Arena podcast top ten list of finishing moves as decided by the four of us Danny you could you could add in your feedback Danny if you want to tweet us you could later on tweet us or email us Dan number ten we have the DDT Classic, old school move needs to be on the list. DDT. <laughs> I think that's gonna get real annoying real quick. <laughs> Number nine, sharpshooter. Number eight, frog splash. Frog splash. <laughs> Number seven, figure four leg lock. Woo. Number. Th- I, I was about to say number three. Number six, razor. That's double edge. three. <laughs> number five, the pedigree. Number four, the RKO. Number three, Sweet Chin Music. Number two, Pile Driver, or the Tombstone, the tombstone Pile, pile driver. driver. And the number one finishing move, as ranked by the Empty Arena Podcast, the Stone Cold Stunner. What? 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 Uh, stone Cold Stunner. What? what? Yeah, the Stone Cold Stunner. Number we heard one. you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our list. That is our list. Wait, let's just call out some honorable mentions that we yeah. didn't get to put on the list. Uh, the choke slam, I think we can put on there. The attitude adjustment. The F five. Uh, GTS. F5. The F five. Yes. GTS. F5. Style clash, as we mentioned. Not everyone could be on this top ten list, but sad. Because then it'd be a top one hundred list. Uh, the shooting star press. Um, um, not not a not a finishing move, but I I would like to th- think maybe the suicide dive. Yeah, all right. Could be a finishing move. Sure. I would say uh, Ricochet's 630, uh, Baron Corbin's End of Days. Those are two that really stand out for me in the modern era. I guess. And the finger poke of doom. Of course. <laughs> devastating. So devastating. It was always. only done once. And Mr. Sacco. Who could forget Mr. Sacco? Uh, Mr. Sacco. You know what deserves some love? The Hell's Gate. I was just thinking that. The Hell's Gate deserves some love. And I'll give that as a, um, an honorable mention. Just because you saw some blood dripping from the mouth. It was devastating. <laughs> Indeed. So, 
With that, uh, that ends this uh, episode, episode 10 of the Empty Arena Podcast. 10 weeks, guys. This has been going on for 10 weeks. This is ten, crazy. Ten, 10 weeks. Um, I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Chris. And I'm Nick. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Empty Arena Show. Uh, reach out to us at Gmail at Empty. Wow, I'm stupid. Empty Arena Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Instagram is Empty Arena Podcast. And follow us on Facebook. Yes, follow us. Give us a like. And thanks like for listening. Us. And thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Bye. Eight time down.